Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hello and welcome to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And today we have a special treat for you. We have some special guests and Dave's going to tell you a little more about them. Yes, Luis and Kristen Roman are a new part of our team, and they are an awesome part of our team. They're heading up what we're calling Exo Latino, which is uh, the, the Spanish-speaking arm. Uh, the resources in, in the Spanish language available now through Marriage Today and Exo. They're the host of Éxito en la Familia, which means success in the family. Uh, they have a brand new book. Uh, and we're going to talk about their book. And they are a wonderful couple. They're pastors. They're parents of three kids. Uh, they are uh, multicultural, multilingual, and they're reaching people all over the world. And we're honored to call them our friends. So let's dive into today's conversation. All right, we are so excited to have our guests with us today, Luis and Kristen Roman and bienvenidos, guys. We're thrilled that you're yes. here and and welcome. And we're so excited about what you're doing to help expand the whole ministry of EXO and Marriage Today to the entire uh, Spanish speaking world. In addition to uh, you know, the, help us reach the English speaking world better because right. you guys are, are both. And mm-hmm. we're thrilled. And we're going to be talking about exolatino.com throughout throughout our conversation because that's where you can best connect with Luis and Kristen. Uh, their brand new book, and and all of the many resources they have. But first, we just want to say welcome. Sí, yes. Hola, ¿cómo están todos? <laughs> Bien, gracias. Yeah, we yeah. want to be a little, uh, say hello to anyone that speaks Spanish over there and our English speakers too. And so, yeah, yeah hi. Thank you for having us here. Yeah, yes. Super exciting. Absolutely. And and you can, they also have, uh, they have a podcast in Espanol. Mm-hmm. Yes. Éxito on, on uh, what let me say, it's a, Éxito en la familia. Éxito en la familia. Family. Yeah, éxito en la familia. Success in the family. You said yeah. it right, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you're moving along. Working on yes. It. Working yes. On. yes, he's trying hard. I'm trying. <laughs> Yo quiero aprender mucho más. I'm, I'm working. I want to learn. <laughs> so, but uh, we're, we're thrilled to have you guys here. We are, we are. And so before we kind of dive into our, our topic today, which I'm so excited about and how to have God at the center of every part of your marriage, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about your story? Yeah, well, uh, go ahead, honey, because... Uh, I can go first. Yeah. Oh, I can t- I can start and then you can right, tell if it is yes. what I'm saying is true or not. Okay. <laughs> well, we've been married for uh it's gonna be almost twenty eight years. Awesome. And uh yeah, it's been You wonderful. don't look old enough. Yeah, no. right. You were like ten years old when you got married. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we're twelve actually. No, I'm kidding. But uh and then we met at Youth with the Mission and um we were there studying just to be missionaries, Bible school and and then that's where I met Kristen, and she just fell in love with me. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Follow me. Too. Uh, no, we went down to Mexico and we lived there for almost uh, 19 years, 20 years. Wow. And we have three boys and uh, yeah, and then we moved back. They're not boys anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they're our boys, right? (laughs) And uh, we just moved back um, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, back to the States. And here we are. And we, I mean, God has given us this opportunity to have this ministry family about families and marriage. Mm -hmm. And we just love to do what we do. And But anyway, Han, I mean, what do you want to say? It was very unexpected. Like uh, everything was unexpected about us. The way we um, met each other came together and then to be in ministry the way we are and to be in marriage and family ministry, it's still kind of a mystery to me. <laughs> yeah, I was working in the together. kitchen and then Kristen. No, I'm kidding. That's not <laughs> true. That's a typical prototype. <laughs> 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 so, no, actually, I had never even uh, met a Latino person, which sounds crazy, but I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, yeah. and that was a long time ago. And so I hadn't had an opportunity to mm-hmm. even um, meet anyone from Latin America. So when I met him, it was like this novelty, like, you're from where? Really? You know? Mexico? And where is that? I was, <laughs> you know, pretty much. I was just really gringa, gringa. Like, I just knew nothing um, about Latin America at all. And so definitely not bilingual, definitely not bicultural. And, um, you know, when you grow up in the U.S., sometimes you think like English is the only language worth learning. And the U.S. Mm-hmm. is the center of the universe. You mm-hmm. know? So right. we grow up like that. And then then I was exposed to this whole other world. And it's, of course, the best thing that could have happened to me for sure. And it's interesting because my family's European. So we would go on. Um, and mission trips in Europe all the time. So mm-hmm. uh, Scotland, England, Germany, Poland, I would spend summers there. And I thought if I ever married someone from another culture, it would be Germany or England. I spoke German. So this just uh, totally rocked my world when, yeah. when I met Louise. But it's it's absolutely incredible what God has done. And then we moved down to Mexico, learned Spanish, did that whole thing. And we had a really rough start for our marriage, like really rough, not just the cultural differences were were so drastic. Um, the language, I, I, when we got married, I moved down there without knowing Spanish or without knowing anyone and then got married. Like Everyone used to wet. say that Kristen was, oh, you, your girlfriend is so quiet. quiet. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> so sweet. You're like, I have no idea what you're She's saying. So quiet and sweet. And I'm like, no, I'm loud and annoying, but you just don't know. Right, right. I don't know how to say this in Spanish yet. (laughs) You just wait. You just wait until I learn. And that took me a long time. And so I I fell into depression just because I couldn't speak to anyone. And I, we were having a terrible time in the beginning of our marriage. I was alone in another country and I got pregnant right away, Wow, wow. <laughs> which wow. wasn't in the plans either. So mm-hmm. we prayed for two years and it was two months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God, God didn't <laughs> Here you go. The yeah. <laughs> we wanted two years, got two months. That's okay. But, um, so everything was out of control in my life. Mm-hmm. And, and then to watch how God has woven just a beautiful tapestry mm-hmm. in our lives, which is Purely His grace. Purely His grace. Yeah, now that I live here in another country, I mean, here in in the U.S., I can see how hard it is to adapt to new cultures and new, you know, like just uh, living uh, daily life. And uh, I really appreciate Kristen, all the effort and sacrifice that she did. And I knew that she loved me because, I mean, she stayed with me. And uh, can I tell you a quick story? Yeah, Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, One one time we were uh, were engaged and she came down to Mexico to be there for... uh, learning school, I mean, learn Spanish. 
And one day, I mean, she had her life here, her car, her university, everything. And then she moved down to Mexico and we didn't have a car or anything. And a friend of mine uh, let her use a bicycle. And one day I was working in a company and I had a car company. And then I was driving on this road. You had a company car. I I had a company car, you see. Uh, So this is not my first language, but that's okay. uh, But anyway, so I was driving down the road on this car and then it was pouring rain. I mean, in Guadalajara, it rains really, really hard. So, and then I turn around and I see like in the middle of this rain, Kristen on her bike driving, I mean, like just doing biking, biking. biking, uh, And I was like, oh, that's Kristen, you know, and I couldn't, I couldn't go back. So I I went back to work and everything later that, that evening I came to visit her and she was like nothing. She was just happy and she didn't tell me, oh, I got this rain today and I'm tired of this or anything like that. And I knew that she really loved me because, I mean, Aww. she... So anyway, when it rains, you shine. Oh, yeah. that's so, so good. sweet. I love it. That is good stuff. That is really good stuff. Yeah. That is, that's, that's, a great, that's a great story. It is. I mean, that's, that's beautiful. You guys have been, been through so much and you both have experienced living in a different culture and having to adapt to the other's culture and, and language and, and made those sacrifices for one another. And what's, yes. what's that, that been like? I mean, for, for both of you to, to kind of create a culture together within your family mm-hmm. that is unique to your family, but then also to, to learn each other's, com- you know, to learn each other's culture and step out of your own comfort zones. I'm sure that has been a, a challenge at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Well, you learn to really die to self. Yeah. And to realize that everything you knew about yourself or you felt secure about yourself doesn't count anymore. Mm-hmm. It kind of loses its value and you mm-hmm. find your true value in in surrendering to God and letting him kind of rebuild whatever he wants to give back to you. Because the more I dug my nails in or mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I'm holding on to this and you can't make me give it up. You know, like things right. that I felt were so important to me, the more I held on, the more I suffered and we suffered mm-hmm. as a family. And when I finally really let go of absolutely everything that I thought, even my my language, my personality, like yeah. I said, I became this quiet, timid person. I had to let go of everything. But when you really trust God, then you are able to let him rebuild you and add to your to your family what really counts. So we, we started building a culture in our family that wasn't my culture. It wasn't my American culture. It wasn't my language. It wasn't his culture. But what we felt like was like a biblical culture and that. for yes. our children as well. Yes, right, and I, when we decided yeah. to become bicultural, right. uh, that's one of the f- first agreements that we did. Like we would take the best of both cultures. That's great. Like we literally sit down and talk about it. Yeah, like, and celebrate. Right. I mean, like because there's so right, many let's good hold things. Let's on to that. Let's ditch that because that part of my <laughs> yeah. culture we don't even want. You know. Right. But I love this about your culture. Can we keep that? You know. So we'd have talks about it. Yes, so and cool. uh, we have another story about that. Do you want that? Yes, sure, please. Go for it. Anyway, so uh, Kristen came to visit. We were just, uh, uh, before she moved to Mexico. Is this and, a Christmas story? Yes. And then we went to, uh, <laughs> we went to uh, to my uh, my family's home in, in Guanajuato, in Celaya. So it's a little town then 
there down there in the middle of the country. So she came to visit for the first time and she stayed with my sister and my mom was there and they were preparing. I mean, she came for Christmas. So I thought Christmas was the same everywhere. So yeah. I just, uh, I went to do some, th- some things and then Kristen stayed there helping. She didn't speak any, any English. My family didn't speak any, any Spanish. Spanish. So, so everything so was like, very hi, <laughs> they were you very know? sweet. Yeah. And, uh, but Kristen was trying to help. And, and he uh, left me alone. <laughs> Full detail. Yeah, you're like, oh my goodness. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, but in Mexico, as many uh, Latino countries, uh, we celebrate uh, Christmas on on the 24th. Okay. So 24th at night, and we have this big but dinner. But I didn't know that either. He like, didn't but, and I didn't. I assumed wow. it was me. like that. Yeah. So, but it's like nice. It's like Thanksgiving, so to speak. Okay. I mean, yeah. so anyway, so Kristen was there, my mom, and they were preparing the food, and she was thinking that it was for next day, because I mean, she was like, okay, <laughs> it's it's late now. I mean. You know, I guess it's just, they're just going to yeah, put it away. planning ahead. So yeah, okay. anyway, so my mom said to Kristen, uh, okay, well, we're going to go get ready. So she thinks I mean, that they're the going to get like like For bed. For bed. Right? Yeah. So we're done for the night. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So families start coming like around 9 p.m. or something like that. And my family comes out and all this gowns and I mean like They're dressed, dressed up, up high and, heels dressed you know, oh and Kristen is like what is going on these so, are crazy pajamas I know. I know so finally I arrive home with my friends and or whatever mm-hmm. family and then Kristen's like what's going on and then so we have dinner like around 11 oh, at night you yeah. know and then after dinner she's like Kristen she Beside, besides the point, she used to eat like all, almost vegetarian and all these kind of things. Yeah, we didn't eat so, like but we were not at all, right? First it was like pork. Yeah, and yeah, right. <laughs> so we finally uh, finished dinner, and then we are like, okay, now, now we're gonna open the gifts. And Kristen is like looking at me, like, it's like, what? like it what? So yeah. we, so we open, and the way we do it in Mexico is that we sit down around. So, wait, first I yeah. look at the amount of gifts. I'm like, okay, this can't take very long. This is fine. You know, I think a max an hour and. We're in bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but then they start like, okay. And then we have this saying, like, if I give you something and then you open it up, you need to open it and everyone goes around. Que se lo ponga, que se lo ponga. What that means, means? You have to try it on. Try it on. If try they, it on. Oh. So, so everybody tries everything on and everything. So it's like two in the morning and we finally finish. And I'm like, Kristen is oh like, Kristen is ready to go to bed. And then I tell her, oh, we're going to go visit friends. So Are you serious? Oh, yeah. so it's all night. We go all night and we come back like around six, seven in the morning and to eat again. And then yeah. she is like, we are not doing this. Am I? <laughs> like, I'm exhausted. She liked it, but I mean, I like, tried it was it like... for a couple years, but I remember I was pregnant. Well, I wasn't oh, pregnant there because we weren't married. Let me clarify that. We yeah. weren't right. married yet, but I would buy the next But the next Christmas, one, yeah. I was pregnant. Wow. And so, I mean, if it was bad for me, like, because I don't do well if I don't get enough sleep, mm-hmm. pregnant was worse. And then with toddlers, it got even worse. So oh, that man. was one of the things that I tried to do to please his family and to please everyone. But we just had to say, no, we can't do Christmas that way. Yes. <laughs> We're going to have to, like, give and yeah, take. Yeah, we do a little mix so. there. Anyway. That's fun. a great story, that though. That is such a good story. And it is so funny because we don't know those differences till you're in the thick of it, right? Yes, and so... Yes. You know, when it came to that and just working through those differences, how how did you, I know you're cultivating kind of those new traditions in your family, mm-hmm. but, you know, how did you keep God at the center? Like, what are some things practically that, that maybe listeners could learn from that you did in those years when, when it was a struggle? How did you, how did you do that? 
Yeah, I think it goes back to uh, Romans 14, 17. This is the kingdom of God, is righteousness, peace, and joy. Mm-hmm. And that's the culture of the kingdom. And, yeah. and I, I believe that every family, every marriage should be the representation of God's kingdom on earth. Mm-hmm. And so we say anything that keeps our peace, we're going to do that. Oh, and yeah. everything that's right. So when, whenever we do, whenever we lose joy in our marriage or in our, in our home, it's because there's no peace. Mm-hmm. Something has happened that has robbed our peace. And the reason is because something unrighteous has happened. So I, I think we need to come back to the to the beginning where God says, okay, forgive each other, uh, learn the, the way to to restore the relationship and just keep God first. It's, it's a simple way to do th- the right thing mm-hmm. at the right time, and according right. to what God says. And righteousness, yeah. we often think it's like right or wrong. This is righteous, this is unrighteous. But righteousness also means being rightly aligned. Mm-hmm. Right. So yes, is, if something... Dealing, dealing, dealing. <laughs> <laughs> that's our fight. That's a fact. That's, that's true. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I... Is something has gotten out of alignment. You know, mm-hmm. if we're losing our peace, we're losing our joy, something's out of alignment and we've got to stop. And so we have a saying, we're going to stop the world and fix this. Mm-hmm. And whether it's something with our kids, if they're quarreling, nope, we're going to stop the world and fix it. Because yeah. sometimes we we end up tolerating. We, yes. we tolerate yes. things out of line. We get used to things out of line mm-hmm. because we, we want to go on with our, our rhythms or whatever we're doing. And yeah. stopping the world to fix things isn't usually very comfortable. Right. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, or convenient. convenient. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's, yeah. that's the perfect word. And so that's what we, we're, we're going to stop the world. Okay, we do it with our kids all the time. Stop the world. What's going on right here? I might you use know? that, that or, language. Yes. I like that. No, I, I love that. Yeah. If, so. You guys who are listening, that is a game changer in your marriage, and your home, because the, the Romans they've created, and we've seen it up close, a beautiful, healthy, God-centered marriage and culture within their family that has produced, you know, three extraordinary young men and and, and a world-changing ministry. Um, And this is something that every family can do. It's going to look different in each family. Yes. uh, But every family is called to that culture, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. No matter which country uh, you might live in, no matter what language you might you might speak, this is this is a culture uh, united by Christ that every single one of us, as married couples and families, mm-hmm. is called to do. And so, if you're living right now tolerating, like Kristen said, some things that are out of alignment, mm-hmm. then you need to stop the world and you mm-hmm. need to you need, you need to fix it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think that that's where we get off course is we start tolerating things that are unhealthy and and, un- and we're settling for less than righteousness, peace, and joy. And if there's not you know, they're going to have all have bad days. We're not talking about that. But if there's not a culture of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit in your heart, your marriage, in your home, then let this conversation just be a a, a, way, a call to action yes. mm-hmm. to say, let's let's stop the world and let's fix what's wrong because don't settle for anything less than than what God has has called you to. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. It is yes. beautiful. You know, I, I know, so we had— you know, you've had d- embracing different cultures, but also raising kids really in two different cultures as well. And I'm sure when you moved to the States, were your, how old were your kids at that time? Uh, they were teenagers. Okay. So 16, 13, and 11. And 11. Did and they speak I'm, English at the time or did they learn it, it when they— It was their second language. It was, yeah. yeah. They, right. They did some, but it definitely— I mean, they thought they did really sweet. They tried <laughs> so hard and people are like, where are you from? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, now they speak it better than I do. So they're, they're, they've, they've, they've yeah. picked it up fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's but, an amazing thing to be bilingual. Oh, yeah. it, yes. it's so, I mean, it's it's just awesome. But I know that had to be hard. Yes. I mean, that had to be so hard. And like during that time, you know, how how did you as a family, again, 
you know, really keep God at the center. And also, I mean, as teenagers, we've moved, we haven't moved countries, but just moving mm-hmm. states has been hard on our family. Mm-hmm. So yes. how did you, how did you all get through that? What things helped you in that time? I think honor is one of those things like that, that uh, yeah. um, we realized that we were on, not honoring uh, Christian's parents by our kids speaking their language. Mm-hmm. And that's something that one time uh, her dad told her, like, uh, what's happening with your kids? They don't speak my language. I won't be able to communicate with them. Wow. And yeah. uh, I'm kind of like done on us, like saying, yeah, we need to really honor your parents and to put into them the language, not, not just the actual experience, English-speaking language, but also the the language of honoring mm-hmm. other uh, our family members, our cultures, and uh, and they also learn to be the right. to to embrace. So we don't criticize yeah. our, our our cultures. We celebrate our cultures. So mm-hmm. they love to be Americans and they love to be Mexicans. Yeah, and that's you know, awesome. and now I'm an American too. I'm a citizen now, but I mean, like, uh, and I love this country, mm-hmm. and I never. I have had friends that sometimes express themselves wrong towards one another and other country. And, and I'm like, no, I mean, that's not what God wants. He right. wants us to be in one spirit. And even if we have different cultures. Which is yeah. honor. Another way was honoring with um, between siblings. This was something. Oh, yeah that we was huge in our house, um, that really we would fight for peace. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, oh, you okay. do have to. Yes. <laughs> and, and so um, we definitely taught our our kids to be each other's best friends. Yes. And yes. so when they wanted to invite friends over and, no, you can't play with mm-hmm. us. And I'm like, yes, they can, because th- this is truly your best friend. And I know it's yeah. not, it can't be like that all the time. They have right. to have their alone time with their friends, but that their, their siblings were always priority. Mm-hmm. And um, that was very much from the Latino culture, which I loved. That was one of the the wins and the bonuses. Like our family unit comes first and everyone else is just kind of added to that Mm because this is forever and that relationship might not be. You're right. And so prioritize your relationships uh, starting from the family out. And um, so that was something I so appreciated about the Latino culture. And that was a keeper. (laughs) Yeah. And when you're moving countries, Mm -hmm. I mean, that it, it, it can really really force them to cultivate better relationships yes. as brothers. I know we've yes. seen that in our own family. Uh-huh. We always use the term, because ours are young right now, our, our, our youngest two are five and eight. And we're like, when they start fighting, we're like, are you being best brothers? Mm-hmm. And then little Chatham, who's five, he'll look at it and he'll go, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. and he'll, he'll kind of process it. And so it's sweet, but that is yeah. so true. I mean, it's, you know, we could do an even better job teaching them that honor culture, but I love yeah, that. And I it's so that. important. And it's it just, mm-hmm. like you said, it just, it, it brings more peace to the whole family. And yes. so I absolutely love that. Yes. And I think talking about the honor culture, I mean, today you see so many teenagers and so many kids that don't, don't even say hello. They don't even look look to you, yes. to the eyes. and Honoring and, older people. Yeah, older people. And another pe- another, You're right. Just, You're so right. Just people around you, you uh-huh. know, and... Uh, and I know that the, the whole concept about don't talk to strangers and things like that, but also that doesn't mean don't say hi to strangers, right? right? I mean, like that you can interact in some way. And I think like, for example, our boys, I mean, sometimes they ask us, what, what do you do with them? I and mean, why are they like, like so this? Polite. So polite. And uh, I mean, I'm bragging about them, but I mean, they're normal kids. But the thing is that it's just normal. I mean, yeah. it's just normal uh what are the things like normal things that you should still do, like by saying hello and and just just extending not today the hand because I mean I social know. distances, yeah. but um, <laughs> but I mean just to, and people were so impressed by just 
wow, he's talking to me. Your yeah. son yeah. is talking to and me. And looking me in the eyes. And looking me in the eye. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, just those values that have been lost, especially they have been. As, as I've been in different cultures, especially in the American culture. Uh, the youth culture has oh, lost yeah. this honor for for adults. Mm-hmm. Honor. Um, we were so surprised by that when we came back and we could walk in the room and get completely ignored. Whereas in the Latino culture, pe- the, the young people would say hello to you. Walk yeah. up and, and then respectful. Yeah. But yeah. At, right. least, at least you got a hello and, you know, right. I'm so-and-so. And so we had trained our kids also since they were young. I love yes. that. That was, I'm like, we're going to do that where they'll look an adult in the eye and yes. say hello and this is my name. And mm-hmm. and so we loved that too about yeah. the, the yes. Latino culture. So Yeah, I hope that right. catches on all over America <laughs> because that, that's something we need to reestablish here. Yes. That yes. kind of honor. And, and, you know, speaking of some of the cultural differences, you know, since our ministry, of course, is is primarily about marriage, I'd love to hear your insights on what you see as some of the cultural differences in Latin American culture versus, uh, you know, American culture as it relates to how marriage is seen. Mm-hmm. And and just, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear your perspective on that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I will say that uh, for me, what I can think uh from the top of my mind is that the sense of uh, what our roles are Mm -hmm. um, and all, I know that we are made equal before God and we have so many talents and we complement each other. We help each other. But at the same time, I think in the Latino culture, it's still very clear that, that we as men, we want to be the protectors, the providers, the, the ones that give direction in so many ways and and along I mean alongside with, with my wife I mean I don't don't make don't take me wrong in any way Kristen plays a big role in every decision that we make and everything but I think the nurturing part of the home the taking care the uh, our kids have been so blessed to have a mom like Kristen that she really uh, put aside a little bit uh, for a time uh, her personal dreams and really uh, poured herself, her heart down to our kids and, and help them to be the men that they are today. And and I think that's so beautiful. And I think that's part of also the Latino culture that that motherhood, you know, like sense without, I'm not, I don't have anything against women working or anything like that, but I'm saying that, that we still understand that God gives us different roles and that we don't need to fight to be the same people, right. but actually yeah. to to embrace the, the who we are in the moment that we are. And that brings yeah. instability into the home, but there's also weakness in that that, that I've picked up on, which is um, women. There is a can be a tendency to idolize children, oh, for sure, and then neglect the actual marital relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a be- It's beautiful to see the family unit so strong because moms tend to be very a strong figure, but um, Possibly there's a little bit of neglect in there that, that we've seen with the, the marriage. And so that's that's something we work with a lot, mm-hmm. um, trying to bring the to focus balance in. It. Okay, marriage, the marriage relationship is absolutely forever right. until death do us part. And, and kids are going to grow up and, and leave the home. Right. Um, so we have to prioritize that as well as uh, I would say also um, with there's not a lot of communication sometimes within the culture, especially for men, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. saying as long as I'm um, providing, mm-hmm. oh, I, yeah. I might uh, not have to then uh, expose my heart and, mm-hmm. and right. go deeper. So I'm um, having an intimacy. I think intimacy issues are what we um, uh, deal with the most in counseling. 
and yeah. at all types of intimacy. Sure. Right? Go, just going, in, going culture, deeper yeah. as as a couple opening up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's why I will, I will say to go back to what the culture, God's culture really is, mm-hmm. you know, and to to really try to to take the best of both. But but what is God saying? What is God saying on this area in our lives? I mean, the way that we communicate, the way we handle our money, the way we have, uh, I, I think like every couple uh, are going to have conflicts. And we do have conflict, but I think what we have learned is to resolve them or how to resolve them. And I think that that has to be for every marriage, depending, it doesn't matter where you come from, where you are from, uh, what language you speak. I think we need to come back to the basics of what God says to restore relationship. Because at the end of the day, as you said, marriage, I mean, is going to be until death do us apart. And it should be like that way, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that answered your question. Probably went somewhere else. No, it's so good. I mean, it's just really interesting too. I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values. And you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked. One goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier. And junk is sometimes more convenient. And we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive. That's right. Thrive Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now we are loving the Hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked. You know, I'm going to shift a little bit before we get to our, our Q&A for, for today. But, you know, we were talking about this whole time, we've been talking about keeping God at the center of our marriage. And I think a lot of that, you know, it really it really boils down to the spiritual practices that couples have like to, to keep their relationship with the mm-hmm. Lord strong. And so I'd love for you all to share kind of some insight into that. Yeah, well, uh, 
I think we have, I don't know if, if it's a good moment to say this about the, the book. I mean, our, yes, our, uh, uh, which releases tomorrow, guys. Yeah, yes, so congratulations. Sure. <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and un matrimonio divino. Un matrimonio divino. Divino, yeah. Divino, yeah. yeah. So yeah. A, a divine marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love and, that. Uh, and yeah, we actually felt that that was the, the, the theme that I wanted to kind of download because I think like everything that comes from God, uh, that is created through God, uh, is is divine, mm-hmm. and um, so by g- putting God in the middle is putting God first, yes. uh, acting acting according to what He will pleases Him, and to really learn what marriage is all about, and it's uh, it's really to represent Him the right way here on earth to have the same kind of relationship, what is in heaven and earth, and uh, God has given us. I feel like marriage is like a little lab mm-hmm. that God uses to to stir our hearts and and come together and learn together according to what His will is. Mm-hmm. So I think like at the end of the day, we should pray, uh, may your will be done in our yes. marriage and our ours. Mm-hmm. And we just need to grow a relationship with God first to be able to develop the relationship between yes. us. So, which, which in our in our relationship, that was definitely true. Because like I said, we can't believe maybe that now we're, we have a marriage ministry. We started out actually ministering uh, with children and oh, awesome. uh, family ministry, raising children. I kind of always felt like that was our strength. You feel kind of confident in that area. And when they would started to ask us to share our marriage, I'm like, oh, I don't think we're the people for that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, we're still really working on this, you know. And and it was more and more and more and until God um, began to really call us into this a lot deeper. And still, sometimes you feel like, am, am I the right person for this? Mm-hmm. You know. But then yeah. we become the right person as we but, surrender. To but, the and, and I think, like uh, in some areas, for example, like in intimacy, mm-hmm. how, how can you put God first? By having a holy uh, relationship, right. you know, like healthy, holy. I mean, to keep to keep your bed pure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think purity is a big essence of having God first. Yes. Mm-hmm. And purity doesn't have to be like boring, mm-hmm. but uh, but it's like you understand what God uh, asks of you, you know, mm-hmm. or, or understand the, the beautiful gifts that God has given us as. As, as, as a marriage couple. Or even in communication, taking control of your emotions. I mean, it's all biblical. Yes. You know, God mm-hmm. has laid out the map. That's, that's why the idea of a divine marriage is by his design. So, and it's about the blessing and the beauty of a, of a marriage covenant, like understanding what that covenant really means. Mm-hmm. It means we have access to the inheritance of God. Right. When we're in covenant with him, we now have access to him and everything that is his. Mm-hmm. And so that needs to translate into our marriage. We, we should be able right. to see that, you know, manifest in our marriage. But we need to make steps to always be prioritizing it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know that. So even in communication, taking control of our emotions, we see it in Second Corinthians when he says, take captive of your thoughts mm-hmm. is the same as take captive your your emotions which that then goes into the whole idea of communication or intimacy mm-hmm. or finances. finances i mean put it God first i mean like uh, god, god wants to protect us and mm-hmm. I, i'm a big believer of tithing mm-hmm. and giving and i believe that tithing is actually a protection for us yeah. and when we yes. when we put god first it really it really uh gives you like the confidence that god is in control right. and and i feel like tithing is like trans, transferring your money into god's kingdom right. you know right. and uh and god takes care of the, of the rest so that i feel like 
that also represents and giving, giving to others. Uh, Jesus said that it's better to give than to receive. And that's something that we have teach our kids. And, yes. and they've been blessed in many different ways, but they know the principle of giving. So they also understand that, that God is first in our lives, but our actions is not just what we say, but it actually what we do. And in our church and, and our ministry, I mean, when people say, oh, people are, they are great, I always say, I want to see them at home. I want to see how great you are as a man in your home. You know, you can be coming and serving church and everything, and we appreciate that. But how how are you how are you doing at home? You know, are you really putting God first mm-hmm. or neglecting what God has given you as as your in, in your family? Yeah. So that's another another. So, yeah. So the way. idea of divinity is not like oh floating around with a harp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like oh yeah, we're like in this other sphere. No, divinity is is God's kingdom manifest on earth through us, and it yes. should look practical. Mm-hmm. It's yes. something we're walking out, but that everything has a divine stamp on it because we're we're prioritizing God in everything we do. I love that. And you okay. guys live beautiful. that out in a beautiful way. And well, so, I mean, we we have gone through a lot, but I feel like uh, at the at the end God is is God's grace. Mm-hmm. You know, right. when because it's not uh, about how much we do, it's about how much we receive. Right. Because he, God has given it everything to us. You know, Second mm-hmm. Peter one three says, I have given you everything that you need to give to live a godly life. So yeah, I want to learn what is all those things, you know? Mm-hmm. And um and, and people come together uh, in in unity and in relationship in three ways. Uh what like common law, you know, I mean not getting married, just living together. And in the in the Latino culture is a is very uh common to have mm-hmm. like couples that they say they're married, but they've just been together for 25 years, right. you know, 40 years. But that's common law. Then it's uh, by contract, uh, mm-hmm. just on a contract. Right. We went before a judge or even before a pastor or a priest. Mm-hmm. But really, it just felt like a contract, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that you're just doing something because it's religiously okay and it's uh, what is uh, accepted by by the social uh, community that you live in. But really, when you uh, invite God to be the center of your life, the center of your of, of your marriage, then it, something changes. I mean, and this is a it's a daily rela- relationship that you need to grow in with your wife and God to be able to download that divinity. And and uh, I will I will conclude by saying the favor of God mm-hmm. over every marriage, the covenant, yeah. the covenant exactly. Uh, right. You can say more about that. It's all it's all on, all in the book, but I mean, it's, it's I think the covenant is uh, is beautiful. That. Absolutely. It's like a whole other, exactly right. I mean, it makes the marriage, it's that much deeper. Exactly. It's the kind of marriage that God wants us all to have, a divine marriage. It really is. So guys, check out the book and check out every aspect of the Romans ministry. And again, xolatino.com is a great place you can get that. If you have friends that are uh, that are Spanish speaking. This is uh, this is a wonderful resource mm-hmm. for them. We've, I'm thrilled that we finally have uh, such a, a great couple and so many great resources available um, in Spanish. And so please share these resources um, with your friends. And, and guys, I want to thank you for being here. But before we let you go, we want to yes. invite you to help us with today's question. Right. And so we got okay. a question. Thank you for those who send in your questions. We appreciate it. Sweetie, would you like to read today's question? Absolutely. All right, it says... Thank you both for the engaging podcast you put out there. It has been a boost toward thinking positively about my husband and my marriage, which, let's be honest, isn't always easy or automatic. My question for you is related to praying together. We come to our marriage from different backgrounds. My husband was raised Catholic, and I was raised in a non-denominational Christian home. Currently, we don't pray together, but we do pray separately. 
How do we begin coming together to pray? It feels awkward. Do we pray aloud? Do we each pray each time or take turns? Help. I feel this is an area that could really use improvement in our relationship with each other and with God, but I don't know where to start. Thanks for your guidance and wisdom in this area. And I love that we get to to answer this question with you all as we've been talking about keeping God at the center. And I think, and I'm so glad this person submitted this question because I think so many people mm-hmm. can relate to this. Oh, you yeah. know, coming yeah. from, like Definitely. both are Christians, but come from different backgrounds. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, Everybody's looking at me. But, uh, <laughs> well, you know, I, mean, I don't know, anybody can, I, I don't know if I have the, the answer, but uh, um, I, it, it happened to us, uh, to Christian and I. It was difficult sometimes to pray together. And I think it's because we were not feeling secure mm-hmm. that we were all, that could open our hearts. And, uh, it's very vulnerable. It's, it is. Together yes. is the most vulnerable place. So, so yeah. I, I feel that we should not have a critical spirit, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because that can kind of like, why are you praying that or why are you not praying this way or oh, this is the way the pastor said we should pray, but you're praying <laughs> right. wrong, you know, or right. things like that. So I think uh, uh, just by my my common starting point of prayer with Kristen is just by giving thanks to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that unites us when we, mm-hmm. we can just give thanks for the day, for our lives, for Christ in us, for our children, for our jobs, for whatever. I mean, gratefulness opens the door uh, to, yes. to the favor of God and His blessings. That's good. Absolutely. I would also say lay down your expectations. Mm-hmm. Like come as a clean slate because if you have anything in your mind how you think it wants to look like, yeah. it's just going to be really frustrating. And also keep a good sense of humor. Because yes. you're going to find yourself laughing instead of praying, probably. <laughs> and that's okay. Because, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was it? Are you done? Uh, am I supposed to go? Like, right. ah, okay. Like, why are you so quiet? Like, there's going to be all these awkward yes. moments, or at least we have them. You know, yes. Sometimes we still do. Oh, it's my turn? Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, oh, going. And so taking turns, I think, is a good yeah, a good idea, but you can't make someone do it. Right. If your husband's a real quiet guy or just doesn't feel like confident, he's going to um, feel probably insecure about it or think he's not doing it well. So that's okay. You could just give him time to pray quietly while you wait and then you pray out loud. Everyone kind of. Or he can read style. the scripture. That was going to say uh, that. Yeah. Or reading prayers. There's written prayers. Yes. Um, this is a little plug. I wasn't planning on it, but I actually wrote a book of scriptures and prayers. Awesome. It's called Kiss of, just Kiss of the Kingdom. Keep. Also, it's in. It's today. in right. English and Spanish, Keys of the Kingdom, and Chavez awesome. del Reino, because some people don't have a prayer language. They don't have a yeah. language to pray. And so reading someone else's prayer can get you going and, right. and having scripture to back that up. That could be an option just to read prayers together. Yes. I love that. And I think the main thing, you know, I'm hearing you guys say, and we would totally agree with this, is just you have to start somewhere. Like it's mm-hmm. not going to be perfect. God's not shaking his finger at you. Like you're not praying correctly. This language right. is not as holy as I was looking for. <laughs> it's like, just talk to your dad, talk to your creator. Right. He wants to hear from you. Your voice is the most beautiful thing, to his, beautiful music to his ears. And so I, I love that this wife, you know, wrote this. And I know mm-hmm. it can be a place. It, it is, it's it's a form of intimacy. I mean, it's it's this beautiful form of intimacy, mm-hmm. but it is scary for some people because mm-hmm. you're you're not only opening up to the Lord, but you're opening up a part of your heart and your mind to your spouse that is very, very intimate. But I'm telling you, like we've said on this podcast so many times, 
that praying will take you to a whole new level. And mm-hmm. I want to challenge you. If you and your spouse have been kind of at odds with each other, I challenge you to pray together out loud. And it doesn't have to be long, but it's really, really hard to stay mad at someone and pray for them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right, and if yeah. you don't believe me, yes. I challenge you to Try do it. it. <laughs> and yes. God may not make your situation, you know, magically better all of a sudden. It, it doesn't necessarily work like that, but he will soften your heart towards your spouse and he will draw your hearts closer together. And so I just I encourage you to start somewhere. And I love what the Romans have said about just, you know, if you don't know what to say, then get that prayer book that they talked about. And we'll put that in the notes for sure. Mm-hmm. And just just start saying these out loud and, and starting somewhere. And, and I love starting with gratitude, you know, because oh, we yes. can all list out the things we're thankful for. Mm-hmm. And when you're praying together and thanking God, even for specific things about your spouse, God, thank you for right. such oh, yeah. a, she's such a wonderful mother. God, thank you that she, mm-hmm. and it, you're complimenting your spouse while you're thanking God at the same time. And, and what yeah. a beautiful way to, to begin that. That journey, and so as a way to kind of close it, not to put you guys on the spot, but I just we're talking about prayer, and I think this might be a beautiful way to end. Yes, uh, I'd like to invite the two of you to say a prayer of blessing for those who are listening. And Kristen, mm-hmm. I want to invite you to say a prayer in English for our couples, okay. and yes, then Luis, yes. I want to invite you to say a prayer in Spanish for sure. the couples who are listening. And guys, just receive this prayer as uh, as as a blessing um, from this couple. And after they finish their prayers, then we'll. Uh, then we'll wrap up. Would you yes, pray for us? Absolutely. Yes. Lord, we thank you. We start with gratitude, Lord. We believe even that gratitude is a weapon in the spirit, Lord, and that you yes, fight Lord. on our behalf, Lord, as we, we worship you and we lift up your name. So I praise your name over each couple right now that that is listening to us, God. I thank you, Lord, that you are working on their behalf and that they, I pray that you, even now, they would feel like a, a revitalizing, a renewing of hope within them in these areas of their, their marriage where possibly they have lost hope. I just pray that the winds of your spirit would blow through the room wherever they are right now and revive them, God. Revive them. Lord, I pray also for, as a couple, for fresh passion, God, and a knowing of one another. God, a desire to know each other deeply, Lord. God, bless their homes and their children. Surround them with your presence. Mm -hmm. And we come against any spirit that would try to block them, God anything that would try to rob them, Lord, of the blessing that you have for them in their future, God. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus, Lord, Amen. for your presence Amen. right now manifest in their home. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Sí. Gracias, Padre, por la oportunidad que nos das de estar aquí, Señor. Oramos sobre cada pareja que nos está escuchando. Señor, que tu favor sea en sus vidas, en sus corazones, por sus hijos, Señor. Oramos por su relación, su finanza, su, re, su comunicación. Padre, que tu presencia sea manifiesta en cada uno de estos hogares que nos están oyendo, Señor. Y si ha habido algún problema, algún resentimiento, Padre, yo te pido que tú traigas convicción al corazón y arrepentimiento para que tu, tu gracia, Señor, cubra cada hogar y cada matrimonio y que el bien y la misericordia los siga todos los días de su vida. Amén. Amen. Amen. Thank, you. Oh, thank you all so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And thank we want to thank you again for your ministry and for we're just honored to to be serving alongside you uh, here as, as part of the, the team at Marriage Today and EXO and now EXO Latino. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited about what God is doing in your family and will continue to do through your ministry. And we want to thank you for listening, all of you yes. who've been listening. Uh, thank you. What a special episode. And we're so honored that you've 
you've been here to uh, experience it with us. And we hope that you have been encouraged, as encouraged by this conversation with the Romans as we have been. That's right. So we are excited. This is our last full episode. And starting next week, we are going to jump into what we are going to refer to this summer as our sexy summer quickies, Mm -hmm. which are, if you were with us last summer, we did some questions where we just had shorter episodes and go through questions. Well, this summer we're doing a very similar thing, but we're focusing on the, the 12 most asked questions when it comes to sex. So make sure you tune in for that. And we just thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next time.